Hey guys, welcome back to the Strong Human Training Podcast. I am Coach John, and today we're talking about the four rules to rebuilding your testosterone. These rules came out of my own experience 10 years ago, getting off of testosterone therapy and having low testosterone four, five years after getting off to rebuilding my natural testosterone. Now, before getting on uh, testosterone therapy was one of the biggest mistakes of my life, but it's definitely not something I regret because here I am trying to give everyone the education that, uh, that I once did not have. And so today, maybe I would not have had to get on testosterone if I knew these rules. So rule number one is taking your foot off the brake. Taking your foot off the brake is the idea that we need to stop looking to boost your testosterone and rather stop suppressing it. Because rule number one is probably if I just followed this, this first rule, that I would have not gotten testosterone therapy in the first place. Okay? It's nothing fancy, it is, but it is the most effective way in making sure your testosterone is as optimal uh, as it possibly can be. So take, stop looking to boost it. Stop and start start reflecting and looking back at your what you're doing every day to that you may be suppressing it. Okay? Rule number one has talking about lowering your cortisol. Okay, we think of cortisol as as being stressed out. Okay, and there yes, uh, stressors uh, cause your cortisol to go up. But let's first talk about the two types of stress. Okay? There's a direct stress which is like, if you don't do this, or if you do this, then your testosterone production will not uh, be as high. So a direct response on testosterone. And so things like, number one, lack of sleep. We talked about sleep in another podcast, but if you're not getting enough sleep, you're not giving your body the time it needs to produce testosterone. And like we talked about in other podcasts, uh, many driven individuals, entrepreneurs, uh, successful people. We listen to these people who only sleep for four hours a night and they like, train their bodies to be this way. Uh, this is uh, the biggest uh, fallacy that is going on these days. And it's, it's bullshit because A, that you think you can override and train your body in the, in the course of a couple years, uh, millions of years of evolution that our human body is, has developed to need a certain amount of sleep is asinine. Uh, you need seven to nine hours of sleep and you need to figure out how much you need. Some people need a little bit less around seven, some people a little bit more around nine, but you need to figure out what works best for you. And you need to do that. Stop trying to train yourself to need less sleep and get the sleep that your body needs. That's a direct stress. You're not gonna give your body the ability to produce testosterone if you're not getting enough sleep. Eating like shit. Uh, eating like shit is part of rule number two and uh, how to eat like a man. But that is a direct stress on your body. You're not giving the body the ingredients it needs to produce testosterone, whether it be the protein, the cholesterol, the, the, the zinc, the micro, micronutrients or the macronutrients, whatever it may be. If you're not giving your body the foundational ingredients to produce testosterone, then that's a direct stress to producing testosterone. Being lack, a lack of activity, right? The, the body wants to produce testosterone when we need it to. We need testosterone when we're active, when we're 
organ or physical. That's what our body produces what it needs. So if we're more physical, then we're going to produce more testosterone. So we need to be more physical, and, and that's, if we're not, then we're suppressing our ability to make testosterone. Excessive drinking, that's another one of a direct stress, and that's an important one because as a man, it's very much uh, the, the, the culture as a, a man to drink beer. And, uh, and as when you play, watch football, and uh, football, beer, and alcohol is a manly thing to do. And I'm here to say that uh, it's not so much when you do it excessively because excessive drinking produces fat and the fat produces estrogen and estrogen makes you more like a female. And that's just the way it goes. So when to think of beer and this whole culture, that it being a manly thing, we need to recognize that excessive drinking is not so manly and is not doing so good for your testosterone level. Now, indirect stress, right? indirect stress, I want to say, is your, your emotional reaction to stressors in life, right? your emotional reaction. And as men, we don't like to talk about our emotions, and we don't like to think of ourselves as being emotional, but we are. We are emotional human beings. And you're like, oh, no, I'm not. Uh, you are because we just display it differently. Whether we get uh, angry, we get frustrated, uh, or we get stoic and silent. All those things are re emotional reactions to life stress. And what we need to do is recognize A, that you are being emotional, and B, is it being productive? Are you managing your emotion well, and like, like a man? and being productive out of that emotion, right? And so we need to do the, the dirty work and dealing with whatever emotion we're having before we can hope to get, lower that cortisol, lower that emotional response, and hence make more testosterone. So we need to get into that nitty gritty of our mind, deal with our emotions, and stop having that indirect stress, which is a large contributor to uh, and suppression of testosterone. Now, rule number two is stop being cheap and eat like a man. So first, let's stop being cheap. We just like we are. We need to. We can save money in a lot of ways. You know, men like to be frugal, okay, and we like to make sure that we're spending our money wisely. And but we need to make sure that spending money on your food is a good investment, okay. Is not being, don't be cheap when you buy your food. And eat like, let's say, and eat like a, a man, let's eat, eat like an adult. Stop eating shit that just tastes good. Right? Like when we're kids, right, we're, I feed my three year old and I struggle with the idea that all she wants is, is chicken fingers right now. She likes corn dogs, she likes ice cream, and those things taste good. And But as an adult, become hopefully a little more knowledgeable, a little wiser, and we start deciding and becoming, growing up, trying to be an adult and choosing more wisely for ourselves with the knowledge that we have. So not just eat like a man, but eat like an adult and start to choose wisely. And now eat like a man is trying to like re-design re, re uh, the culture 
that is man eating, right? Man eating, you know, eating steak and potatoes, eating hamburger and French fries. Uh, that's interesting, it's beef and potatoes. Uh, there's more to food than those two things. And there's more to being a man because as a man, I like to think that we're, we like to be efficient. We like to be pragmatic, right? And what's more efficient and pragmatic than eating vegetables, which are the highest nutritional bang for your buck of them all. Now you're gonna get the most out of what you're eating for your body and eating vegetables and leafy greens, right? It's kind of the micronutrients. It has so much more to going for it than, it, than just steak and potatoes. You know, so eating like a man is the easiest way to say that is, is for me to say like, what, what should I eat, John? What's eating like a man? Soup and salad, okay? Soup and salad. Soup and salad is nothing more manly because it provides you the most bang for your buck Again, the most vegetables, the most micronutrients, you're going to get the, the greatest macronutrients breakdown, as much micronutrients that you possibly need. Uh, and you're going to slow down, which is cool, because when you slow down, you give your body the time to recognize to when it's full and you're going to stop eating. You're not going to eat overeat and eat gluttonously and end up with too much fat, which again produces estrogen and again, makes you more like a female. Rule number three is do manly shit, all right? Let's talk about the workouts and then we'll talk about the other manly shit. The workouts, as a man, we need to be able to move our body, not just be, not just be what do you call that? Uh, I don't know the name of uh, pretty on the outside, but you can't really lift anything. Yeah, there's a name for that. But we need to be functional, we be strong, as men. So we know it doesn't look pretty. We need to be kind of look strong. We need to be strong, right? So how do we be strong? We need to compound movements, right? It's the meat and potatoes are working out. Squat, deadlift, push-ups, pull-ups, all those compound movements. But I also recommend uh, doing isolated movements, bicep curl, tricep extension, things of that nature, because those things also give you the durability of your joints to be able to do the compound movements. So and they also kind of round out your program to make you be able to do it uh, five days a week, six days a week, make you durable so that you can do these compound movements more often and also make you more durable, like I said, so that you can train so you can live, so you can be strong outside the gym. You're not living to train. So you're not just broken down and can't lift up anything uh, outside the gym. You're so sore and broken down, but in the gym, you're like a beast. And that's, there's nothing more unmanly than just being strong in the gym and not strong outside the gym. So um, that's why we just recommend a balanced program. Now, being manly is also like less thinking, more doing, right? Just keep it simple, right? You have, Lift whatever weight you're lifting up, five pounds, 300 pounds, depending on what whatever movement you're doing. Just lift it, lift it enough time so that your body feels like it's been challenged and then put it down and then repeat a few more times. And you really need to keep it this is as simple as that because the most important thing to being incredibly fit uh, is, is consistency. 
okay? Consistency in the what you do, okay? Training five days a week and all you did was squats and push-ups, okay? You would be pretty decently well-rounded, upper body and lower body. But it doesn't need to be complicated in that, oh, I did biceps yesterday, I can't do it today, right? Just lift it again. If your body feels like you can't do that much, do a little bit less. Keep it simple and just stay consistent. Uh, and then also that brings out to consistency is that listen to your, listen to your body. Yeah, that sounds like a very foo-foo thing, but it's, it's true in that like when you're training and outside your training, listen to your body, slow down, take days off, because this, as a man, you need to train to be the best man you can be. Train to live. And again, don't train just to be the, the, the beast in the gym, but be a beast in life. So take days off, listen to your body, and, and know when to push and know when to pause. Now, an extension on rule number three is do manly shit. The real manly stuff. Like, go dig a ditch. Go fix something, your car, your house, that washer that, that you're, you've uh, been putting off. Uh, go hang that uh, picture on the wall, whatever it may be. Just get your hands dirty and do something productive in a physical nature. Because it's now, it may be something like you're outside, maybe getting some vitamin D, maybe it's the vitamin D that makes the production of the biology of how that works. Or maybe it's the psychology of you taking care of your home, you fixing something, you making your wife happy, making your family happy, doing something good for your household that makes you feel more manly. But I believe these are the things that I think we've, as men, we've lost some of the, uh, the contribution that we feel to our household because women can often do everything that we do and that's fine yes they can yes they can fix things and yes they can go dig a ditch but when so we, we're left with like feeling well what's our contribution and so get your hands dirty even if your wife does it as well get your hands dirty as well get yourself in there being productive for the family and i believe either biologically or psychologically psychologically you will feel more manly. I know it works for me, and I continue to do it this day. It just feels, you feel more, you feel more in control of your role in your familial household. Now, rule number four comes last, because it's about rule number one, two, and three that we need to, to dig into. And if you did just did those things, rule number one, two, and three, that you would have this, the testosterone that you've always wanted. Right? Rule number four is where most of us, when we look to boost our testosterone, is we need to like, what supplement do I need? What powder do I need? Uh, what, how, what, what do I need to, how can I purchase to, to better my testosterone? But stop being fancy. Stop looking for all the tricks. And, and so and start focusing on rule number one, two, and three. But there is this rule because I, I say that I would lie, that I said I, I didn't look into these things. I don't, I don't currently take some of these things uh, to help with my testosterone. So I say, I figure, why not? It doesn't hurt. 
And if I'm really going to be a man, I'm really going to do everything I can to have the testosterone that I want. So here we are, some of the supplements that I currently take and took habitually when I was rebuilding my testosterone uh, was maca powder, maca powder, uh, ashwagandha powder, hemp seeds, greens powder, uh, all those things in a smoothie. Uh, some of those things don't taste good and will make your smoothie taste like shit. But as a man, you suck it up and you know it's good for you. Again, back to rule number two. Uh, another thing of stop being fancy, but it is something that we should do because why not is uh, heavy metal detox. So if you have a heavy metal uh, abundance in your blood system, you're going to have a trouble making testosterone. Okay? And there's two primary ways in which you can do that. It get heavy metals through your food. So watch out on that tuna. Tuna is, is known to have a high amount of heavy metals in it. And we think, oh, it's a high protein. It's a good cheap protein. But watch out and how much you consume because you can end up consuming a lot of heavy metals. And then also uh, I removed uh, my mercury fillings. Right? Mercury fillings was often used in my, my age bracket to do fillings and cavities. Uh, but they don't do it anymore because research now has shown that this is potential to leak mercury into your blood system and then therefore have heavy metals in your blood system and then which affecting your testosterone production. So change out those mercury fillings for porcelain fillings. It's like spend a few bucks. It doesn't hurt. Maybe it hurts a little bit through the process, but it won't hurt anything to do it uh, in the long run. So that's another thing to think about. Also, another heavy metal detox uh, tip is I also did bentonite clay, which a lot of you may not have heard of. It's a, it's a powder. Um, it's a clay powder that you can mix into your water. Take a couple teaspoons. Um, this one does not taste like shit. It doesn't taste like anything. It does look like shit. Uh, it's, it's powdery, uh, gray, uh, weird uh, drink. But it's supposedly, it uh, can help remove some of the heavy metals in your system um, to, again, uh, have, make sure that you're not having a heavy metal issue, um, which is suppressing your testosterone. So bentonite clay, you can get it from Amazon, B-E-N-T-O-N-I-T-A-T-E clay. Now, grooming with uh, stuff too, you know, I, I do uh, salt rock deodorant. Again, aluminum uh, is a heavy metal and it can cause, uh, again, that same problem. So again, why not? It works great. Salt rock deodorant, get it from Amazon. It is, it works well, doesn't make you stink. And also it doesn't give you that same funky caked on white stuff on your shirts, uh, makes it all yellow. Uh, again, it's like, why not? It works, works great, and I don't have the aluminum uh, as a potential problem. Then there's also things of paraben-free shampoos, parabens, we don't want that, and toothpaste, uh, paraben, and something that you want to stay away from. But again, these things, great. Do them. Will they, will they cure everything? No. Number one, two, and three will potentially cure everything. But sure, why not do these things? and uh, take those issues out of your life as a potential.
Okay, my final thoughts on, on the four rules is, is number one, you need to follow rule number one, two, and three first. Uh, I can't hammer that home enough. It's not fancy. Seems like you stuff you're probably already doing. That I promise, if you dig deep into the things that we talked about, there's probably something that you can significantly improve on and hence significantly stop suppressing or boost your testosterone. Now, these rules, again, came out of my own story of rebuilding my testosterone after getting off, and it took years to rebuild it. it took years. It took at least, it started to improve three years after, but it truly wasn't a happy amount until five years uh, so what got me through that was the belief that I could do anything, that if I put my mind to it, that, and I believed in the process that it will happen. It was an inevitable future that I have. And that's uh, so often said by people, like, can you do anything you put your mind to? But the problem is, is that we put our mind to it for one day, but then we lose our inspiration the next. So working on what, starting off with two things, knowing why you're doing it and having a, a fundamental, strong reason and belief in the future that you're trying to build. And for me, it was about A, being a man and stop relying on testosterone. I had to do it, but I also wanted to do it. And the second reason was me to have a child that had taking supplemental testosterone was suppresses your own ability to make, uh, to make, uh, to make sperm. So you need to have that to make a child. And the honesty is that I wanted a child very badly and I had to do it. I had to believe that I could rebuild my own testosterone. Um, and two, you need to, again, just believe that you can do anything you put your mind to and stay persistent, uh, have the resilience, uh, lean on those that will be there to support you uh, and uh, you can do it. So I love you guys. These are my final thoughts. These are the four rules. I do hope that it to be, uh, inspire you to take action to feel like a man again. And uh, this is Coach Johnny, and I'm out.